With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Teen Girl Talk. I'm Susie Coda. I'm Frank Coda. And this week, we're trinkets. I always wanted to be put into a little shelving piece. Like a tchotchke? Yeah. Or a tchotchke? Oh my god, imagine, like, what if this show was going to be named tchotchkes, but nobody could remember how it's spelled? Yeah, they're just like, whatever. So, I love this show. I watched the entire season, which I rarely, rarely do with shows we watch. (laughs) I mean, we watched the first five episodes. I, I watched the first five episodes as requested by Susie, and I'm really glad we bumped it up from four episodes to five because that fifth episode is uh, mwah, Chef Kiss. Yeah, it's wait, is that the party? Uh, it's no, it's the one after the party. Oh, when she gets serious. Um, okay, so Frank, please pull up the IMDb because I don't remember anybody's character's name. And uh, I definitely don't know any of these actors except for, wait, did I know any actors? I think someone from Mad Men is in this, but I can't remember who. <laughs> so Trinkets is about shoplifting teen girls. Uh, Frank, how familiar are you with... <laughs> Sorry, the way you said that, it sounds like they're just you're shoplifting teen girls. Yeah, teen girls are difficult to pocket because <laughs> they do not like being surrounded by lint. Um, but how familiar are you with Tumblr shoplifting culture or lifting culture, as it's called? Uh, not at all. Neither am I. For all the weird Tumblrs I follow, I like have seen references to it, but I'm not familiar with what it consists of. Um, no, I'm not going to ask anyone to write in. I don't want anyone to implicate themselves in shoplifting culture. Because, like, if you're not stealing from a small business, who cares? <laughs> like, just, uh, no, now it sounds like I'm inducing people to steal from uh, big stores. Don't do that either. Don't steal. It's bad. Also, if you're going to do ecstasy, do not, and don't do ecstasy. But if you're insistent, and you must, do not drink the water out of the toothbrush cup. That was my biggest problem with the show. Was they go to do ecstasy and they empty the toothbrushes out of the toothbrush cup and you know that that cup is full of like dried toothpaste and then they drink water out of it and it sticks me out real bad. Ew. I know it's gross. My so, my 
My biggest issue with this show is that they do shoplift from a small business. But only after she's being, like, cajoled. Also, I know that, Frank, what's the girl? Wait, okay, so first, who is our main character? Elodie Davis, played by Brianna Hildebrand. What else is she in? She looks wild familiar. She was in Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 as Negasonic Teenage Warhead. (gasps) Oh my god! That is her! She is great. (laughs) I mean, the queer visibility on her, wonderful. I'm loving it. Well, like I told you, um, I'm I'm just going to do a quick reminder. She's taller in, uh, whatchamacallit, in Deadpool. She seems taller. (laughs) No, she's pretty tiny. (laughs) She's so tiny in this show. Um, they're constantly, I believe her girlfriend is actually taller than her in Deadpool 2. Oh my god. And her girlfriend is so charming. Yeah. Um, but like they wanted to, the, the, the makers of Deadpool 2 wanted to include like, you know, a female love interest for Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And, you know, Brianna Hildebrand is like gay. So they're like, they sat down for her and was like, how do you want this to happen? Like, what's the best way to do this? I totally did not see that swerve coming. So Elodie has moved from um, New Mexico, and I love the little nods to that. On her laptop, there's a Meow Wolf sticker. I think that's fantastic. And then she, um, and Meow Wolf is based in Santa Fe. She's actually from Albuquerque specifically, I think. AKA, she could exist in the same universe as horrible Walter White. But this happens later, so Walter White's probably dead, question mark? Probably, but also, like, we are in this... this She does do the same move roughly as... Um, roughly as uh, Bella Swan. How so? From, Explain. She does not have a tiny cactus. She does not have a tiny cactus, but she does move from a desert to the upper north... the Pacific Northwest. I mean, but all of the music is much better in this. Oh, yeah, much better. I took a walk last week listening to the soundtrack because it is very good. Yeah. It's on um, Spotify. You can look it up. Netflix put it together. Thanks, Netflix. And and, and you bring up that, that sticker, and it does kind of showcase um, something I always love on these kind of shows. Or, like, for me, that's a sign of a good show, is the, the lived-in feel of the like the sets and the world that the characters exist in easter egg yeah like it's just you know this is this feels like some like with our lifetime movies it's just like here's a character like bopping around in a model home like who me wa- definitely exists in a void <laughs> yeah who probably didn't exist before 10 minutes before this movie started and is now here meanwhile like Elodie feels like she has a past and um and guess what all of the parents in this show are garbage except for Elodie's deceased mother yeah oh (laughs) untrue I love Mo's mom Mo's mom is great yeah um even Mo calls Mo calls her mom a hero yeah so we our trio is Elodie, Mo, who is a secret genius, and Tabitha, who appears to have it all when we first meet her, but appearances can be deceiving. Yes. Um I was gonna let that hang. Like ugh, I'm what sorry. does it mean? It's fine. I mean I'm feeling very dramatic today. 
Um, Is that why you're wearing that cape? Yes. And the, with the like hood that sort of sits like at the crown of my head and very theatrically like falls in beautiful folds around my face. (laughs) I did make a cape like that and I tripped on it constantly. It was purple velvet because of course it was. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You would be surprised how cheap fake crushed purple velvet is at Joanne Fabrics and I recommend if you're ever having a bad day just go make yourself a cape it's super easy (laughs) a cape is exactly one piece of fabric and a hood is one piece of fabric with a cut in it and then sewn into a little triangle and that sounds too much like a KKK costume it's not it's like a soft triangle (laughs) (laughs) and then you attach it to a cape we're not, we dislike bigots here at Teen Girl Talk. I think it kind of goes without saying. Um, but I sort of love how diverse the show is. Um, and mm-hmm. they don't like make a big deal about it. Like there's, I think literally no discussions about it. Um, but <laughs> the way that we get introduced to Mo and Tabitha is great because Elodie's in the ladies room. She comes out of the stall and Tabitha is being kind of shitty and then Mo is shitty to Tabitha and then where did they go after that? And then um I just love the line where Mo says that Tabitha is so beautiful she's basically an avatar which is true. And <laughs> Tabitha's like, hair is perfect and she has big anime eyes. <laughs> and and somebody I think Elodie says something to Mo and Mo like blows vape smoke into her face oh my god see because i binged the show in like two days i i need to start taking notes i always think i'll remember i never remember um but i definitely uh let wow frank just right into the mic i'm sorry (laughs) really setting that asmr (laughs) ambiance i'm like i love this show and you're like (laughs) <laughs> like, do you want to do your sleeping penguin invitation for us <laughs> oh god I always forget how gross it is never mind please stop <laughs> I regret everything never again <laughs> um, now I'm all off track because it sounded like you were like stealing someone's skin you take over <laughs> okay well we're also introduced like we're all just introduced to Rochelle who basically has been um is like super perky and like upbeat uh and still kind of mean frank like when you texted me rochelle i thought you were nice i was like frank she was literally never nice well this is this is the issue like we constantly run into where i don't understand like backhanded female like or excuse me elodie to dress less like a grandpa which part are you missing i I thought that was a Okay, so seeing like how... Like, just a sick burn? See, okay, well, you and I constantly say that to each other, but, like, we don't mean it in a mean way. <laughs> we are siblings, and we did not just meet in the high school halls and talk about going to a rager. Yeah, okay. Well, I, uh, you know... Also, I like Elodie's style. It's, like, very sort of, like, 90s grunge chic. It actually makes a lot of sense... In Portland. Also, I love the little Portland stuff, like the polyamory and, you know, it's all sort of reeks of, like, 
that Portland feel and where Mo's like, yeah, keep Portland weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like that. Cause I do, I don't, I've never been to Portland and you know, if you live in the town, I, I feel like sometimes it must be exhausting. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. I read an article last year. I've also not been to Portland. I've just known. I had a friend tell me that Portland is the only place that you can go to a vegan strip club. And I was like, what we like which bars are vegan are the dancers vegan or the food is vegan who is eating at a strip club I, I have so many questions but um what was I saying I completely vegan strip club. no I don't want to talk about the vegan strip clubs anymore it was something a, a friend lives in Portland no not that it was someone who visited wow this tangent went nowhere because I opened a bottle of seltzer and immediately became distracted Okay, so, oh, I read an article last year about programmers who were on this weird fasting diet where you don't eat for four days, and then you eat a day on, and it it was just, like, a lot of fasting, and the that's not the interesting part, the, because they just thought, like, oh, it helps your brain processes, like, you know, really to achieve this, you know, creative nexus, it was that they would still go to these expensive dinners. And because these programmers made so much money, they would just sit there and like talk and, you know, like enjoy the ambiance, but they weren't eating anything. And they would split the bill evenly with people who did eat. And I was like, wow, the West Coast tech boom is bizarre, but I would love to be a hanger on that just got my dinner paid for all the time while people sat around and fasted and watched me eat. Like, <laughs> that's some weird shit. <laughs> Fasting is not healthy. Um, I, yeah, I have no opinion about any of that. I just thought I was like, why are you paying for a dinner? You, well, you didn't eat anything. And then I was like, would you like to pay? I, okay. This was like two or three years ago. I went on a first date and it was like, I learned my lesson after this. Like if the guy, I don't need a guy to plan a date. I will 1000% plan a date. But when it's like pulling teeth to make these plans, it's like, it's not worth it. Like, don't go. It's not going to be worth it. So this guy wanted to go out and then he had told me he was vegetarian. And I was like, oh, there's a vegan place downtown. I love it. Let's go there. He shows up and he tells me he can meet me for this date, but then he has to go to like a work thing. And so I am, I'm like, oh, he's like not into me, whatever. He's blowing me off. Fine. You know, that's not against the law. But then he wants me to order dinner. So now I am eating vegan macaroni and cheese in front of this man that's not eating who was like looking at his work phone. And I was like, why am I doing this? So I like ate as much food as I could without it feeling weird. And then I was like, okay, I guess you got to go now. Pays for the whole dinner. We had gotten like, um, cause they don't even serve alcohol there. Not that I drink, but we were drinking like fancy sort of like virgin cocktails that were like six, $7 each. And it was like, so this man just paid for two fancy non-alcoholic drinks and a plate of macaroni and cheese for me. And then didn't eat anything. And then would just like intermittently contact me every three months, even though we never went out again. It was inexplicable. That's maybe why I was so fascinated by the programmer thing. Sorry, was that story totally irrelevant? I, didn't, I just, it's like came back and I was like, why? 
it's a good example of you know how to tell what's a like what's a like what's a bad date with okay manners <laughs> yes i mean like that was the thing it's like he didn't say anything crazy I, I mostly I was just wondering, does this man dislike me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, why am I eating vegan macaroni and cheese in front of this man? Um, yeah. I should have leaned over and been like, is this a feeder thing? <laughs> like, I would have picked a better restaurant. Also, the whole fucking reason we went to a vegan restaurant is because he didn't eat meat, and then he didn't eat any food. <laughs> So I'm sorry, get us back on track. Tell me plot stuff. Okay, so um Elodie is new is Elodie's new in town. She's um, new in town. She um I've been watching go, a lot of John Mulaney again. <laughs> she goes to the party uh with Rochelle, who immediately blows her off. Like literally seemed like she timed it to do it as quickly and most painfully as possible. Um, but I don't think Elodie really cared because she does not seem to like love Rochelle. What's funny, though, is I felt like they kept planning these boys flirting with her. Did you notice that? Because what is his name? I like him. He is a good guy. Noah. Yes. It's like the go-to hot guy name in these shows. Noah um, is like, oh, you have toilet paper on your shoe. We just won't talk of it. And I was like, oh, maybe she's going to be interested in Noah. He's a good-looking guy. Seems polite. But then we find out he's secretly with Mo. And then what's the name of the guy from their shoplifters anonymous meetings? Uh, Luca. Noah too. Okay. Um, Luca. <laughs> kind of like, I, Frank, I was making a joke. Cause the, tell me, please tell me he does not look like a Noah. He does not. He does look a lot like a, a Noah and is basically the same kind of good guy as Noah is. Yeah, and he sort of looks a little bit like Noah Santino. I'd say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Levels. That's what I'm talking about. So, sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. So she gets blown off for... Rochelle is very excited about a man that I am not excited about at all. Um. So she is just basically Brian. like... She's like, I guess I'm stuck here? And just decides to leave and is walking home. And... um. Frank, did you notice how much attention is paid to rides in this show? <laughs> I mean, it's a teen thing. Um, I know, but not every... A lot of shows we watch, people just end up at locations and we do not see how they get there. Yeah. In this, uh, we see a lot of ordering lifts and Ubers, taking rides with people, riding bikes places. And I don't have to wonder, how did they get there? <laughs> so, um, Elodie is walking home. She passes by... Like, one of those lonely convenience stores, the ones that are just, like, so out in the middle of nowhere that you can tell they're kind of, like, the only stop for some people. Um, It's like the weird diner in Let It Snow. And then we had another location like this. It was... What was it? Maybe the diner in Riverdale. I feel like we get a couple of these locations that make no sense. Yeah. Um, And Elodie... Elodie is... Throughout most of the first episode, it's just listening to her, listening to music on her big headphones. Yeah, um, that's the other part I love. No AirPods for Elodie. Yeah. You're going to know when those shits are in. Um, They're very big. Yeah. Um, eight, like, uh, there's a student 
um, named AJ who talks to her on her first day asking her to sign a petition for something. I can't remember what it was. He is running for office. Okay. Um, and Elodie walks in, and I'm kind of bummed they didn't do more of this in the show. But, mm-hmm. like, they start playing a song while she starts shoplifting. Okay, so let me say, as someone who is in recovery, they went thousand percent got like i got like secondhand sort of the ritual vibes of it i think they nailed that i was like whoever is doing production on this show gets it because when any when tabitha or elodie starts shoplifting it is like we are transported to this like other zone this zone of you know, just elation. And there's also that like letting out of anxiety because every time we see a shoplifting, um, mo- not montage, but like sequence is after they've been stressed. And it, it, it's like so quintessential to using. Also, they show the negative repercussions of these things happening. Yes. Because we saw Elodie take two different bottles, neither of which seemed to make any sense together, and pour them in a cup with some fruit punch. And I was like, honey, don't. That's a bad idea. You shouldn't. Um, she gets stopped by the security guard in this convenience store. Um, oh, well, sorry, before... Like, yeah, when the shoplifting scenes are going on, there's a lot of, like, stroking, like, objects and, like, things that they want, or at least are planning to steal. Um, and, like, you know. Yeah, it's, like, the sort, it very much works into, because, like, the relief or the the sort of hit you get from using any sort of addiction, I would say, even outside of the substance, because, like, with something like gambling, there's no actual substance. It's the like slipping into that mode it's like clicking out of your normal mode and so them running their fingers along the tops of objects and let me just be very clear I was never a shoplifter I'm too anxious of a person I will pay for literally everything I could never ever do it because I'd probably barf even if I didn't get caught (laughs) and I don't think anyone should shoplift because it's just like not worth the hassle but that that prelude where they're running their fingers over the objects was like such a great build Mm-hmm. But I felt like the payout was always disappointing, and we as the viewer felt that. Well, I mean, like, I, you know, I don't think it's about the payout. Like, I think it's more about just the act, um, except for, like, the one. Oh, uh, you didn't see where she talked about the statue. Okay. I'll yeah. get to it. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so... Uh, I'm laughing because I'm recording at our parents' house and my mom just reached over me to grab some bread. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Frank does not have his camera on, but I have mine on, so he got some mom cam. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So a lady, a lady, um, gets... A lady. uh, Gets stopped by the security guard, like, stuffing a Slim Jim into her coat. (laughs) It was so sloppy. Like... I love it because that's totally is like totally a drug thing where she's just like mm, 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 trying to get it in her pocket. Um, and there was like no sleight of hand, no distraction. It's just Elodie stuffing a Slim Jim in her jacket. Yeah. Um, so uh, her parents are upset with her. 
Um, but they're they're like trying to be like understanding. Like these are. So let's be specific though. It's her stepdad and or her dad and her stepmom. Yep. So Elodie's situation is that her parents divorced when she was six. Um, she didn't really see her dad. Her mother passed away in a car accident. Um, and now she has to move in with her her father and his um, and his wife and her their half- eight year old son. Yeah. Yeah. Her half brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, what Frank? Her half brother. Brother. Oh my God, it's her half brother. Um, so Elodie go is it has to go to. I think it's Elodie. Elodie. Um, yeah, that makes more sense than I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> it's not like we read this. It's like Elodie. Like, all of a sudden, got Gaelic. <laughs> I like it. Like, oh, Elodie. Or I'm still saying it right, Elodie. <laughs> I'm like, no, it does. If you listen to our Control Z um, episode, I wasn't mispronouncing those names because I'm racist. I was mispronouncing them because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, in this, it's just, again, us being like struggling to remember simple names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this one uh, can not be blamed on the language barrier. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Elodie goes to a Shoplifters Anonymous meeting. Um, she sees Court Mo. Ordered. Yeah, she sees Mo there. Um, Mo and then... passes her a note that says "die," charmingly. I was like, "What the fuck is Mo's problem?" <laughs> so Mo, I think I feel like Mo is even after I sort of like like in the later episodes they explore Mo's backstory, but I have to say I am. 1000% confused about her motives in a way that I am not with Tabitha or Elodie. Yeah. Or Elodie. Elodie. Uh, <laughs> it's like I just want to start yodeling it. Elodie, Elodie, Elodie. Um, yeah, like, why is Mo hiding her light under a bushel? Like... <laughs> that is not what I was worried <laughs> why is mo hiding her light under a bushel frank did you teleport from the 1930s is this your way of telling me that you're a time traveler <laughs> okay um i'm just gonna let uh, Susie, I'm tr- sit uh, with that <laughs> Susie, i'm trying to i'm trying to get back i gotta warn people about that adolf hitler he's a bad egg oh my god um oh jeez. Okay. So aside from Mo hiding her light under a bushel. <laughs> and spoiler alert for the show, so skip ahead 30 seconds. Um Mo doesn't shoplift. She took the fall for one of her brother's friends who is not a minor. Mo's father ha- is released from prison. Mo gets accepted to an overseas STEM program and is afraid her mom's going to be upset. And she also loves Noah, but doesn't want to tell him. Okay. So spoiler over. Um, But the thing that I didn't understand about Mo is that she wants, she's all badass, right? Like she hangs out with the skaters and we see from the very first episode that she won't let Noah tell anyone about them. And I'm just like, 
Noah's wild hot. Is this really like an intellectual shaming thing? That sucks. And again, I'm going to tell another story that's like remotely related. So I, my senior year, I had a crush on a guy that I felt, um, and I'm going to be completely candid because this will just show what a shitty teenager I was. Uh, I was not among the best teenagers. I thought he was too nerdy for me. Um, I'm a gigantic nerd. So like, where the fuck did that judgment come from? And so I told him I liked him because that's what I do and I've always done. But then I was like, but let's not tell anyone we're dating. I don't like want anyone in our business. Okay. That's how I framed it because I'm a coward. (laughs) And so then he inevitably told everyone within the first week that we were dating. And I could not be mad because my excuse for not wanting to tell people sucked. And so if anyone is ever thinking about keeping the person they're dating a secret, don't do it. Cause that sucks. And there's no good reason to do that. I mean, unless it's like, no, I, I can't think of a good reason to do that. I, I, I don't know why you would do that. I guess if you're going to get in trouble with your parents, but then you don't have to keep it a secret from your friends. I don't know. I did not do it for the right reasons. So watching Mo do that, I felt secondhand judgmental. I was like, don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that. But I did that. So like... Don't hide your love light under a bushel. Oh, my God. Here's the other thing. He dumped me. Two months later, he dumped me in front of the starfish tank. So like, guess what? I got my just desserts. You're on that. You're on that PS. I love you bullshit. I know. It's like, um, guess what? I absolutely believe karma is real because it just slapped me in the fucking face. I remember, so I was actually telling Bill this story a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, maybe last week. I was trying to explain that, like, my high school is weird. And, oh, it was when Noah, the national or she in the graphic, whatever, whatever, uh, had released a statement about something. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, my senior year, I got to work out of the Noah building, which is like across the street from my high school, which is really cool. And then I told him I got dumped in front of the starfish tank. And he was like, what is this story? And I was like, yes, this is what my <laughs> high school life was like. And I was like, my dad worked across the street. So I went into his office and I'm like sobbing. And he is so at a loss of how to like, so he just like hugged me. He's like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not okay. And I don't know if I mentioned the starfish. Um, so I'm not saying it could happen to you but don't keep the person you're dating secret because then you have no rebuttal when they dump you in front of I don't know what a starfish is some sort of push station I guess an arthropod I think starfish have a lot of eyes so my my embarrassment no they're not like they're like eye buds I, I know that like if you Patrick chop star has eye buds. I know that eyes. I know that if you chop them in half, they'll just regrow into two starfish. Why would you do that? Also, I'm not it, Frank. That's very violent. Please apologize. Well, well no, because I was reading this story. Um, like uh... where <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so violent. I don't want anyone to try that. Like well, no, it was like back. It's it's an I don't like you don't do it, but like. Are you saying it was a different time? It was like people like it was a whaling ship or something in the 1800s. Wow. So you're saying that Billy Bud was right? Who's Billy Bud? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! I keep forgetting you didn't have to read that in English class. 
<laughs> I, think, I think I mentioned this on an episode last month that Billy Budd is like a homoerotic tale about sailors. But like they were stranded and they were just like they kept pulling up starfish and like all these fucking starfish. So they started cutting them, cutting them in half and throwing them back. And the starfish are like, guess what, motherfucker? Now there's more of us. Well, okay, fine. I agree with also, that story because there's a starfish vengeance uh, arc. There's also an episode, uh, there's also a, a Animorphs book where Rachel morphs a starfish, she gets cut in half, and then she becomes two Rachels. Ew. Also, what does she need to do as a starfish? They don't move that fast. She was trying to get away from some yurks. Yurks? Yurks. Yurks? yurks. What is that? Those are the bad guys. They're the slugs that take over people's brains. Okay, Frank is <laughs> on another level <laughs> today. I read an essay about being advanced earlier today, and I think Frank might be more advanced than me. <laughs> I also like that I can correctly pronounce Yerks and Horkbajir and Texans, but I can't pronounce Elodie names. <laughs> <laughs> Elodie names. Multiple <laughs> incarnations of Elodies. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Elodie, let's get back to the show. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow, smooth transition McGee over here. Um, Frank, why are you insistent on hiding your light under a bushel? <laughs> you see how ridiculous that sounds when someone says it earnestly? <laughs> well, you didn't say it earnestly, so I still win. Um, if you want to rate and review the show, please, in the <laughs> review, just ask Frank why he wants to hide his light under a bushel. And, like, as many like sad or heartbreak or heart emojis as you please okay tell me a story in pictures <laughs> be okay. like bush light bulb <laughs> little um, frank emoji so the three girls leave the um we are not even halfway through the first 20 minute episode <laughs> I, I i mean the thing God is the thing is, after this first episode things like really just pick up and we just keep moving along um and like, okay, so they decide to go um, to a clothing store, and like they have they play a game where basically like see who can shoplift the most expensive thing. Winner takes all. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Tab- uh Tabitha shoplifts a coat. Oh, um, a really nice leather jacket. Yeah. Um. Mo shoplifts some spanks. Um, and they say, were you even trying to her? And, like, Elodie, though, is, like, the best at this. Because she, like, causes two distractions. She causes one distraction to steal a necklace out of a case. Yes. And then, like, she sees a kid leaving in the store. And she rolls up a sweater and throws it over the kid's backpack. So that sets off the alarm. And then she sneaks out around while the attendant's talking to the the mother and her child. I really thought, I was like, so does she just expect that sweater to fall off of the child? Um, I was they, like, oh, it's the long con. Yeah, so Elodie gets the Spanx and the nice leather jacket. Um, she does not get the leather jacket yet. Okay. Tabitha uh, says, it's not really your style, and then she calls her piece of shit boyfriend to pick her up. Yeah. It's uh, not her fault she's with this horrible man. I hate him so much. We will not use his name. Okay. Don't say his name. Um, He's horrible. Call him... Shitlord. I was thinking more of like a demon man, a demogorgon, 
What's like a really cool mythical creature who's also a fucking horrible monster? Uh, uh, Grendel. Grendel? Is that like a Grendel? Let's call him Grendel. So she calls Grendel. And he shows up with a latte. Do you know why? Because he was abusive the day before. Do you know why? Because he fucking sucks. And he's horrible to watch. Yeah. And I hate Grendel. Uh, Grendel throughout... Okay, so seeing how... Well, I'm just going to... Why don't we just finish Grendel's storyline up until the point that I finished watching. Um, There are multiple scenes of him being awful and abusive. At one point, he throws her phone against the wall. Because Um, she's texting the other girls, and he's like, who is that? Who is that? And she's like, it's fine, Grundle. And he's like, why are you acting so shady? And smashes her phone. Yeah. Because guess what? He is a monster. And he says something along the lines of, like, see what you you did. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. There's sometimes I wish death on characters. Um, he they also go I to a trade for Grundle's death. <laughs> they, also, they also go to a shitty hangout party, um, where it's mostly her friends and they're oh, it's mostly his friends, and her watching killer them play Killer Instinct. Um, I did not know what video game that was. Thank you for that. Uh, Frank yeah. bringing the deep video game cuts. Um. Kill Instinct was always too too much for me because that required like memorizing long combos. I could not deal with that. Um, Frank was like, Tabitha, I know you're great at Killer Instinct. Why are you hiding your light under a bushel? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't let it go. How am I ever gonna let that go? Um, so um, it also third episode it shows he's shitty in the sack. Um, and it reminded me of when you admitted to like writing mean comments on people's homemade bids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely. She like... seems dissatisfied. <laughs> Somebody needs to tell these men. Um, <laughs> Another dude on Pornhub. That's who. <laughs> Grundle, try a little tenderness. Um, I know for real. When he was like mushing her hair, I was like, bruh. It's awful. And then, like, she buys a um, a sex toy, and she's like, oh, I think we do this. He gets super offended and leaves. Um, God, he's such a weenie. Like, he sucks. And, okay, let me just tell you, in case you were wondering, because I was very mad at Tabitha's mom for defending this horrible man and giving her daughter what had to be probably some of the worst advice we've ever seen um, in our teen shows. She does have a redemptive arc. Tabitha tells her, like discloses what's been going on. And she says, we deserve better. And I was like, thank you. Second to last episode of this season. They have one more season of trinkets coming out. I'm very excited. And I'm probably going to make us do the second season for the show. (laughs) Don't mind. Um, So, um, and hopefully Grundle will not be in the second season. I was on their Instagram and they were like, look, this actor's so cute. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) yeah, I'm like one of those people that can't differentiate the actor and the character, just like DMing him on Instagram. I'm like, I hope you're happy with what you did. I'm glad you're carved in the lake. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, Fuck you, Grendel! And he's like, who is that? 
so in the fourth episode, happy fucking birthday. Um, they're on a like they're on a boat for Tempest's seventeenth birthday. Um, and uh, near says his name, Grundle is being awful. They break up. Oh my god, Frank, can you bleep it? I love when we bleep stuff for no reason. <laughs> Um, yes, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Grundle is being shitty. At one point, her father says, hold on to this one. Um, and I was like, I am going to punch the screen out of my TV. Yeah. Like, 2020, uh, you've been fucking trying me, but <laughs> I am far too invested in this fictional show right now. <laughs> um, th- they break up because once again, he's getting abusive and good Good job for Tabitha, like, standing up for herself in a very scary situation. It's not easy for anyone to do. Um, but then he is shitty and releases a uh, re- set, post a so pic I of was, her. This part I was confused about, right? So, like, he posts a mirror selfie where she is in, like, a frilly bra. And the caption is, big mistake. Why didn't she delete it? Because when she looks at it and looks at the comments, it's still on her profile. Was yep. it to, like, cover up and sort of be like, well, yes, this was voluntary and I'm not being hacked by my totally shithead ex? Or well, was well, that just in the service of the plot? Well, my guess is he probably changed the password, like, to her uh, account. But um, also, someone should have just reported it because she's underage. Yeah. Um I had a lot of questions about that part. Okay, I was but, like, hmm. but I do like at the end of that episode, like, yeah, you know, the girls are kind of like throughout this these first five episodes, they don't want to admit they're friends. Well, El- Elodie, to make Elodie? Sure. Elodie, damn it, I was about to be like, Elodie, I was, I was like mentally changed. Did I say it correctly? And I cannot remember if I had. Um, Elodie, like, yeah, that's right. Elodie it's is, not me who's out of touch. The kids are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Elodie really wants to be friends with Mo and Tabitha, but Mo and Tabitha are like, no. Like, you know, basically. I, El- honestly, I think it's easier for her because she has not been in this ecosystem for as long as they have. Yes. So, like, it's hard to have that paradigm shift when, you know, you've grown up with people. Also, we get this sort of throwaway line where Mo said after that first shoplifting, um, sort of endeavor where Mo says you just can't deal with the fact that we used to like have sleepovers and Tabitha is basically like shut up and so I but that's never revisited yeah but like I feel like at the end of the fourth episode and especially after the fifth episode the girl the, like the girl gang is like forged in fire because like girl gang. <laughs> sorry me. Frank it's so good you're just lined them up tonight and let me knock them down <laughs> That's me swatting, I guess, beer bottles? I don't know why anyone's letting me knock them on the floor. Um, smash, but, smash, smash. but, like, they're they're all hanging out trying to make Tabitha feel better after that horrible birthday party. Um, oh, my and God. Also, the- whose idea of a fun birthday was that? Everybody's stuck on this boat. It seems... He... Grundle gives her a uh, eye watch, which she did not ask for. She's like, I wear my grandpa's watch. I like it. And Grundle's like, now you'll always know when I'm texting you or whatever, which is like, ew. Now, now, then, now there will be no excuse for you not to return my text. 
which is the most controlling, awful thing I've heard from a character in quite a while. And there is a point where he's so rough with her. She's like, are you going to throw me off of my birthday boat? Like, and by that, she means over the railing. So, like, I know it would have been bad for her. But I would have loved if she just threw that eye watch in the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) what you call it? Titanic-wise? And then we see a flash forward, like, a hundred years later, and someone's like, I watch. And there's, like, a little starfish wearing it <laughs> as, like, a, a bandeau. <laughs> but, but, and then, like, the, the, the starfish is retelling the story of trinkets. Yeah. <laughs> the starfish is like, there, it, but it, he no. has the voice of the white-haired woman no. from Titanic. <laughs> The starfish never talks. It's just people reacting to the starfish like it's talking, and it's still oh wearing the iWatch. That is so good. <laughs> okay, but um, the iWatch is like all crusted over with salt and clearly does not work. But everyone's just like, "Wow." <laughs> okay, but um, the thing is, like, um, Tabitha left her grandfather's watch in Grundle's car. Um. So, and, oh, I guess because it was with her outfit, but I'm surprised she didn't take it off at home because her mom is, like, an Instagram influencer, so you would think that she would leave the house with everything, like, just so. Because yeah. her mom sets her clothes out for her and, like, takes pictures of their salad before they're allowed to eat it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this leads us into the fifth episode um, where they start... They first they start like uh, they break into the school during a game, um, steal Grundle's uh, key fob to open up his car and get the watch out. But then like, and <laughs> I love Moe's just like, oh, of course he's parked in a fucking handicapped spot. <laughs> um, and then an actual handicapped person pulls up. He's like, I don't see a placard. Um, well, let's just say it, a person with a wheelchair tag. Excuse me. Um, and um, they're like, oh, fuck, we got to move the car, which I'm just like, why? It's not your car. Um, well, because, Frank, what are they going to do? Get out of his car in front of this potential witness? Yeah, that's a, that's a good and point. That, that, so Mo says, like, Mo says to them, basically, what am I going to do? And Mo, like, holds her hood up with her hair in front of her face. So then the woman pulling into the space thanks and is like, thank you, young man. And that's where they sort of get the spark to steal the car. Yeah. They take it on a joyride. Which um, made me very nervous. Well, it gets worse because I, they, uh, Elodie. Um, nice. <laughs> um, Got it El- one. Elodie, like each one, each one of them is taking a turn to drive. Elodie and crashes the car. Um, and we saw some very foreshadowy dream catcher uh, flashbacks. Um, and Tabitha's like, oh my god, oh my god, I don't know what we're going to do. And then they just, she's like, this can't be fixed. And then throws a rock through the window and they destroy the car and then push it into a lake. <laughs> and, it's so good. Do you know what it reminded me of? Uh, the movie Foxfire. Yes. <laughs> Did we do that for the show? We have not done that. Oh. I know it's on VHS somewhere in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Along with your copy of Hackers, which we could also do for the show. (laughs) Wait, we haven't done Hackers yet? No, I I feel like there was a reason we didn't do it, but fuck it. It Let's do Hackers. It does not hold up. It does not hold up at all. (laughs) It's like when they're like, 
typing and the green type is going across the screen. I'm like, oh my God, you beautiful, stupid movie. I love you so much. <laughs> um, and then all three of them are just like, did we? Yep. <laughs> like, you know. And, and then they're at a sleepover that night. I think it's Tabitha's house. And they're like, we're good. Or no, it's at Mo's house because Mo's mom works nights. And unlike the setup in Psycho Prom Queen, or is it Prom Queen Psycho? Um, <laughs> the, her and her mom actually have a good relationship, a trusting relationship. Unlike, who is the blonde who hates consignment shops? I have no idea. Oh, gosh. Keeps the teacher in the shed. Okay, well, um, I want you to I hit some of the... I guess it's not important, but I just, like, I'm okay. like, what? Well, no, I wanted to hit some of the other, like, fun parts of the five episodes we watched. Like, um, they go to a Friends, show one night. You don't night. want me to dig in deep for absolutely no reason on the Lifetime movie we watched two months ago? No, wow. I do not. No, okay. I do not. Um... I do have a, a quick follow-up, though. I told Dill about how, um, <laughs> so sorry, the psycho prom queen snapped a girl's forearm with, like, basically no effort. And he's like, no one could do that. That's impossible. <laughs> and I was like, the psycho prom queen did it in one swift movement. He's like, no, it would crack in a joint. I don't think. I was like, she broke the bone. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> You know, just in case you were wondering if a psycho prom queen can assault another student and break her forearm after there's pushing an, her into a folding table. There's another um there's another lifetime movie killer Stop. prom queen home killing queen. Um <laughs> wait, home killing queen. Yes. They are not even trying anymore. I love the degree of I do not give a fuck that <laughs> Lifetime exhibits all of the time. It's inspiring. Okay. Um, so... As a former and current tryhard, I could not imagine just being like, it's good enough. Just send it up. It's We're done. <laughs> we got some points on the board. It's fine. Um, yeah. We're like, we showed up to work today. What more do you want? <laughs> okay. Um, so other really great parts of the, of the five episodes we watch is the, the three girls swearing vengeance around Tabitha's phone when they see the uh, the pic that's been leaked. Um, the group tattoo, the stick and poke tattoo that as they're getting it, they're like, are we going to regret this? I don't know. I feel like we're going to regret this. I didn't get to that part. Um, that's at the party. Is it? Yeah. They When they're coming in, they see the stick and pokes. Then they do the ecstasy. Again, they are not drinking enough water for people doing ecstasy, and they only drink water out of that toothbrush cup. I'm going and to stop I, mentioning the toothbrush cup. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. Like, the only party I saw was the one that Elodie left and then got immediately arrested after. Oh. Okay, so the party I was talking about must happen later. Yeah. Um, I'm you have to finish the show. It's I, I'm, so good. I'm planning on it. Um, especially now so, that... Frank, bleep it again. Um, Fuck. <laughs> just leave it. Now that now that Grendel's out of the picture. <laughs> he's not completely out of the picture yet. Of They're working not. on it though. The cliffhanger is so good. Um, did you get to see Elodie's um, love interest at all? Yes, because um, that's what Mo and Elodie are doing while Tev was at her party. 
Um, and oh my god, Elodie pulls such a Frank move. Like she gets kissed by this girl. She cannot. Oh no, hand- it's a different love interest. Oh okay. She well, gets the- a whole arc with she- a girl that I find incredibly, or a woman that I find incredibly annoying. But your first love is probably going to break your heart, so it feels accurate to reality. <laughs> well, um, she goes to a skate park with Mo, and Mo like knows all these folks, and this and one they're just- like drinking around a trash can fire. Um, and, and Mo also had, like, does a, um, analysis of Elodie's refrigerator, and she's just like, the four bottle, the four different kinds of kombucha, like, baffles. <laughs> um, and she's like, generic string cheese, generic thing, um, and also, like, she gets to meet, uh, Elodie's dad, who's wearing bicycle shorts, and Elodie does not care for them. Um, but Mo's just and he's like, talking about like taking a bike ride, and Mo's super into it. Yeah, they talk um, about a secret beach, which I can get behind. The dad also awkwardly says he's fine with his daughter being gay. Um, you know, as all good dads do. He's, I, he's not the best dad, but I felt like he was definitely trying. Could he just read a pamphlet on a morning child ever? Yeah. Yeah, like... I would love for him to acknowledge that Elodie's mom was killed and probably, I cannot, there are very few circumstances I could think of that would be more tra- traumatic. Yeah. So, maybe cut her some slack sometimes. Yeah. And not be um, like, I don't understand why you don't want to just accept this eight-year-old little brother that you've never lived with in your entire life and you're mourning right now and so grieving you definitely want to hang out with this annoying little kid why don't you want to go why don't you want to go to a blazers game like she literally does not know what it is when he mentions it she goes what is that and he's like come on your little brother that you don't know at all loves them (laughs) and Elodie's like (laughs) (laughs) Um, they also go to uh, they also go to a sex shop um, where like they discuss their sex lives, which I, I've really enjoyed, honestly. Um, <laughs> that is a weird way. There's a weird way to put that. I will readily admit that I should have thought like, that. I'm going to walk it back immediately. I heard it too. <laughs> well, it's just like it felt like. Everything about this show feels so natural and realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't constantly quipping. Like, Mo says jokes that clearly don't land for her or for anyone, like, amongst the characters or in the audience. Like, yeah. Um, like, she makes... It's lame- pretty great. Yeah. Um, I did, There's that a was- point where she says later to um, Tabitha and Elodie... Uh, well, you guys are all in love. I'll just be here folding chairs. That's what I do. <laughs> like at the end of an essay meeting, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> Someone's come, showing up with the dad jokes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and I, that was the, Frank's that was... like, I feared that she was hiding her light under the bushel, but, you know, with these great jokes... All of my fears are assuaged. Assuaged? It's assuaged. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. I'm probably wrong. Um, well, now I'm being competitive, so. 
<laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. Um, but um, but yeah, that that was. You're gonna hear it. Swage. Did you hear it? Yes, I heard it. Swage. Swage. I'm, re- I'm really glad the Swage. I'm really glad the Google Translate is like I refuse to let you hit like make a hip hop remix from this. <laughs> I was trying so hard. Okay, wrap it up. You say all the rest of the things you want to say. I've said everything I want to say already. So I'm I'm ready to be a good co-host and listen and not press a swage anymore. Um, hip hop explosion. <laughs> Oh. Whatever. Okay, guess what? This this is happening now. I was I was Swage. thinking a, a second to Swage. Oh my god. Swage. I wish that people could see how fucking stupid I have to look to do that. I'm wearing headphones, <laughs> talking into one phone, holding the other phone up by the microphone, pressing a switch. Okay. Um. No, that that was roughly it. My my last. Com- the only thing I was going to say finally was a complaint that, like, they steal from the sex shop, which I'm just like, hey, that's just probably a small independent business. It's true, um, but what if it's, like, a big conglomerate sex shop? Ugh, what if it's owned like by... Like Ding Dongs R Us or Big Box Store. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I deserve it. Did you mean the second one as a double entendre? Yes, double entendre. Don't make me Google it. <laughs> um. <laughs> right, like, let's pull the ripcord. Okay, so we recommend this show. It's fantastic. I have, on my own, made the independent decision that we're definitely watching the Babysitter's Club next week. Okay. There will be no weird sex jokes that don't land in that episode, I promise, because they're all babies. And so that's not an option. Um, there will just be a lot of reminiscence and a lot of me being like, Claudia was my favorite babysitter and I wanted to be like her when I grow up and now I'm very old and can be Claudia's mom. So <laughs> if you want to write us, you can write oh, us a real what wait, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um I've I've <laughs> apparently oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so annoying. I don't know how you put up with me. <laughs> wait, it might actually it might actually be in the current babysitters club, so I'm gonna hold off then. Yeah, no spoilers, Frank. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Stop going silent. <laughs> okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, want to write us, you can write us at realteengirltalk@gmail.com. Um, we have a Facebook group and page. Uh, Frank has another podcast. It's called I Hope I Can Make It Through with his friend Donnie. Um, there is way less interrupting and yelling at that on that one. So if you're looking for like more of a vibe, <laughs> and until next week. I am Susie Coda. I'm Franklin Coda. Team Coda. Team Coda. Wow, real late on that one. <laughs> <laughs>